Welcome to the Create Your Shape podcast. I'm Jenny the Nutritionist, and I'll be teaching you the strategy, structure, and science to build muscle and decrease body fat, specifically for ladies who work out. Hello, friends. I am a little stuffed up today, so just bear with me through that. But we're going to dive into the five levels to tracking macros and when to use each of them. I remember back in the day when I first tried to track macros and of course my fitness pal told me that I needed 1200 calories and I was starving, but that's besides the point. I remember macros being something like, okay, I'm either full on tracking them like down to the gram using the app, or I have no idea what to do or anything in between that. So I imagine A lot of you guys either are in that position or you're really familiar with tracking macros and you've got it down, but you don't quite understand that there could be more flexibility where it could be easier on yourself. So we're going to dive into all of this to really help you out, whether you're on one side of the range or the other. So here's the thing that I see. The problem is ladies are either on or off tracking macros right? Just like I mentioned, you're either all in or you're off and you have no idea what to do, or you're obsessed and you're like, Oh my gosh, I am only making progress. If I am down to the gram and I am perfect and I've hit all my targets and it becomes kind of this like unpleasant experience and it's very all or nothing. And then the other thing that I see is people just are confused, right? And they just feel like they don't have this grip of implementing macro tracking into a lifestyle where you're not maybe on, right? Where it's just who you are and how you operate. You kind of view it as, oh, this is more of like a a diet type thing where I'm only doing it at certain periods of time and then I'm not. Or it's something where you feel like I should be better, I should be better, I should be more on target when you're in a situation, maybe at a friend's house, having dinner or on vacation in a different situation where you're not all on top of it. You feel like you're off and you feel really bad about it. So there is a world where you're not obsessed with the app and you don't even rely on the app, but you rely on your brain and information of what you know and how to operate. But you also know when to be more precise and when that's needed. And then you also know when you can be more relaxed and guesstimate more and how to guesstimate. And you have scenarios where you can go out to eat, go to a friend's for dinner, go on vacation and still be very directional and feel in control. What I've learned from a lot of my ladies and for myself too, it really comes down to feeling in control and on top of it. And that just comes down to understanding how it works and how to utilize tracking in your favor, or I should say more in your favor. I think you guys who are tracking already have it down, but we're just going to optimize it even more. So the key to getting there is first understanding macros and what's most important to creating change. And then second, knowing the different levels of tracking and when to use them. So first understanding macros and what's most important to create change. So the two most important factors are going to be consistency in quantity. So let's start with quantity because that's a little bit more obvious. 
quantity meaning the macros, right? So you have calories and then all calories are made up of macros. That's just a little bit more specific. So quantity meaning the actual amount, AKA the macros. All right. That's pretty clear. Now, the other most important thing is how consistent you are with hitting those macros. Now we have to distinguish though and define what consistency means because most think it means I need to be perfect at hitting those macros. And so it's a measurement of how perfect you are at those macros, but really it's how close you are to those targets for how long that is what's most important. How long is going to be way more important than being more perfect. So if you hit your targets perfectly a few days of the week or just a couple of days and then you're off, that's going to be not as impactful and not what we want compared to being 80% directional to those targets for weeks and months on end. And so 80% is also an average, right? That could mean some days where you're at 90%, some days where you're at 70%, some days at 60%, some days at 100%, right? It's an average of that consistency for weeks and months on end. So this is great news because it allows us to be way more flexible in that quantity. And so when we track macros, we are measuring in that quantity amount. So same thing. It's not about hitting that 140 grams of protein on the dot, or it's not working. It's about being pretty dang close to that 140 and being consistent with that over time. Same thing with carbs and fat too. So this is why in most cases, again, we're going to talk about when you want to do each in most cases, you have a lot more flexibility where you don't have to rely on being so perfect and you can start being more flexible and guesstimating more because you don't have to be as perfect and it's better to be more consistent. And if you are going to be consistent, then you need to have tools to help with that when you do include dinner at friends, vacation, going out to eat, things like that. So this is where the range of levels come in. So first let's start off with the most accurate going to the least accurate and the most flexible. Now there's going to be time periods where you may use each of these throughout the week. And there may be time periods where you just focus on one of these for weeks on end. I'm going to go through what each of them is, the level, and then when you might want to use this level. So level one is going to be the most accurate level, and that's going to be weighing all of your food on a food scale down to the gram. So that's going to be you making your plate on top of a food scale, checking the number and entering that number into the app. Now this, I think for my ladies, it's really only needed when you're in a calorie deficit phase, when you need to be that specific and that accurate. So that's the first one, level one. Level two is weighing your food on a food scale, but rounding it. I use this a lot. I am never going to add 123 grams of rice. It's always going to be round to typically 100, 125, 150, 175. You guys get the point. I'm always going to round because one, it's just going to be easier to remember and enter into the app. The other thing it's going to train my brain to see the portion size, to be able to apply that when I'm guesstimating, which is one of the other levels later on. So 
Rounding is really good when you are learning macros and you want to learn to estimate. It's also good if you are adjusting targets. So let's say your macro targets are established and then two weeks later they're changing again because you're feeding up and then two weeks later they're changing again. It's a great way to quickly adjust your amounts and knowing that you're hitting the amounts, but also being a tad bit more flexible. I would do this also at home, just putting my plate on my food scale and making my plate on the food scale because it's really not any other steps I'm doing that anyway. And this might be something where I'm in the lifestyle phase where I don't need to be as accurate, but and maybe I'm using some of the other levels when I'm going out to eat or with friends, but when I'm at home, I might as well be a little bit more precise there. So level two, weighing my food on a food scale, but rounding is something I maybe do in the lifestyle phase when I'm at home. All right. Number three, using measuring cups. So this is using, this is using measuring cups to get your measurement and putting and tracking it in the app as measuring cups instead of using a food scale. So I might do this if I have, let's say I bulked some ground beef in containers in the fridge and I'm pulling it out to make my dinner for the night and I may scoop up, use one cup and scoop out one cup and then put it onto my plate. And then in the app, I'll enter one cup ground beef for whatever ground beef that I have. Or I may use this for drinks too. Like for example, this morning I had apple juice and I know that the wine glass that I put it in is about six ounces and I went just a hair lower. And so I'm going to guesstimate five ounces, right? Or putting peanut butter into a smoothie using that tablespoon, right? Or once I do it a couple of times, I may use a spoon, right? And, And guesstimate that way. Or olive oil. This is another good one. If you are cooking with olive oil, you may get out a tablespoon and kind of pour it into the tablespoon first and then dump it into your pan. So those are all scenarios where you would use measuring cups. Now keep in mind, this isn't going to be as accurate as putting something on the food scale, but it's still going to be pretty dang close. And it just allows for a little bit more flexibility and convenience, especially when you're in the lifestyle phase and don't have to be as precise and accurate. So that's number three, using measuring cups. And again, I kind of use number two in number three throughout the day or throughout the week most of the time. All right, number four, guesstimating with your hands. So guesstimating with your hands pretty much means you are using your palm size to measure about four ounces of protein. You're measuring, you're using your hand as a cup, right? If you were like to scoop something up and that's going to be about 25 grams of any carb source, like your potatoes, your quinoa, all of that. And then you're using your thumb size. So think about your full thumb as your fat estimate. So think about a fourth cup of mixed nuts is going to be the size of your thumb. Maybe a tablespoon of olive oil is going to be about the size of your, the top of your thumb. I'm not going to get into the full details of how to use your hands to measure. That's something we go over like in detail in create your shape, because again, all of these different levels can be used. Levels of tracking can be used to make it a lot easier to estimate 
end to hit your targets consistently. But the point here is level four is guesstimating using your hands. And you can do that by one, knowing all the different ones that I just shared, but then also practicing that when you are doing number two, right? And seeing, oh, about this much on my plate, this many grams of 114 grams of rice on my plate is going to be equivalent to about a handful if I was to scoop that up and put it into my hand. So once you get good at that, then you can really use that when you go out to eat. So if I go out to eat, I know I need to get four ounces or about 115 grams of protein in, I can put my hand up against the amount of protein I get to make that estimate. Going on vacation, this is a great way to kind of to guesstimate when you're on vacation, or if you're going over to your friend's house and they're serving mashed potatoes, right? You can put your hand beside your plate or beside the scoop to kind of guesstimate there. So this does take some practice, but it is so beneficial because this is how you really get to learn food versus just relying on a measuring device that's outside of your brain. This is so powerful. And a lot of my ladies really, really benefit from this. So number four is guesstimating using your hands. And then number five is not using an app, but instead using your structure in creating your plate. So by now you guys should know having a structure and creating your plate are some of the foundational guidelines that I teach in Create Your Shape, but I've taught them a lot on the podcast in on my social media that you guys probably have an idea now. So for example, So if I know I need to hit 120 grams of protein per day, and I'm going to eat four times per day, then I need, I know I need to get a decent chunk of protein at each of those meals. So this may feel like low amounts of protein, medium amounts and high amounts that I measure, or just a standard amount of protein at each of those meals. And so by meal three, I can kind of reflect back without using an app, without tracking and say, oh, you know what? I didn't get any protein in that breakfast. I know I'm behind on protein. I need to get more protein in, right? And you can do the same thing for carbs and fats. No, it's not very accurate, but yes, it is very directional. And even if you do this, you're still probably getting being at least 60% of your targets, which again, consistently is going to be so much more important. So this is great to take a break from tracking or even to test, to not rely on the measuring devices as much and really kind of just be and operate as someone who naturally hits their targets because you have your structure and you're creating your plate and getting these different macros at each meal. So These are the five different levels to tracking macros, but I think the biggest thing to realize is that tracking macros does not just mean, oh, it's an app, tell me what to do. Instead, it's really understanding what's most important to, what do you want to get out of tracking macros? This is change your shape. Then what's going to be most important? The quantity and consistency. Okay, then how can I be consistent over a period of time knowing I don't have to be perfect? Well, that's going to be 
understanding food, knowing how to estimate, and then knowing when to utilize these different levels throughout your week, throughout your months, throughout even your day-to-day, like I mentioned, whether I'm at home or out about how I'm using these different ones. So just to summarize and recap, level one, weighing on a scale down to the gram. That's most accurate, right? Level two, weighing on a food scale and rounding. Level three, using measuring cups. Level four, guesstimating using your hands. And then level five, not tracking in an app, but almost like high level storing that information in your brain and just looking back on your day and reflecting on your structure and how often you created your plate at each meal. All right. Happy tracking or guesstimating or not tracking. And I will see you next week on the Create Shape podcast. Hey, if you work out and want to look like you work out, then you need to be in the Create Your Shape program. Learn more and get started at jennythenutritionist.com slash create dash your dash shape. You can also follow me on Instagram for more content at Jenny the Nutritionist.